Okay. Let's do a little pop quiz. Okay. Which is more likely to sell better to an average audience interested in better ad results? They're running ads, they want better results, okay? So number one is a course on how to create your own successful ads step by step. And number two, a series of successful ads you can use and simply edit yourself. How many people vote number one's the better? Not one soul. How many with number two? Great. My one question is why do have so many people make compelling offers based on point number one? How many people that are selling a course and their whole compelling offer is built on here's a step-by-step -step system on how to become more successful in whatever they do? It's a big lesson learned here and you see in the room. What worked the best is the people that were looking for the outcome, the result. See, number two does a couple things. It seems easier to the client. Do you see that way? It, it boxes up a solution right for the client. It probably would work better in the short run because it's already templated and it's probably working off proven tactics. Okay? It's not necessarily what the client needs. So my belief is the client might be better off learning the skill set, the actual skill of how to create ads. Okay? That's maybe what he needs, but I understand that's not what he wants. He does not want to go through the pain and the work of creating those ads. So what you can do is you can sell them the already done ads, and you can also include the information in case he wants to learn how to write those ads himself. You notice how I reverse it? I would, I would promise, here's the already done ads, the templates and everything else, just change your name here, change your price point here and do that. But I'm also going to include and maybe show you how to write the ad for yourself or why the ad actually works. Okay, so how do you apply this to you and your business? That's the, you know, you got to think about that. How would you do that? Well, there's a lot of different ways you can do it. You got to think about what your business is and apply it. So, for example, let's say you're in weight loss. You, you, you do some program where you're teaching people how to lose weight. Well, one thing you can do is you can provide the tool or the solution of an actual diet plan for them that you would actually email to them. And you'd make it so simple for them. So you tell them, look, here's Save On Foods, here's Superstore, here's the exact things you need to buy. This, 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 and this, and here's how you make it. It's to that point. Because people don't want to think about it. People don't want to think about ounces, I need half a can of this, this. That's not what they want. They want a real simple solution It's sent to them. Even better, you can also have a service then that someone actually buys all the stuff and just delivers it right to their door. That would be a done-for-you service. There would be people that would buy that result. Not only would you give me the meal plan, but the food would show up all pre-packed and right to my house. That's selling the solution. That's selling the outcome. That's selling what they want. It may be not what they actually you know, need in some ways, but they're selling the solution from that standpoint. That's one example, okay? Another example is, let's say you're say, selling pay-per-click advertising. Does everybody know what pay-per-click advertising is? Just so we're clear from that way, okay. So if you're selling pay-per-click advertising, what the person really wants okay, is they want to know the exact keywords and the exact ad to use for their industry. That's what they want. They don't want to learn about the rest. So what you would do is that is what you would deliver to them. That would be the tool of the solution. Your outcome is I'll give you the top five keywords for your industry. You think for that way? It's not selling information. You can add the information on if you want to, which would be good for them to learn how keywords and everything else work. That's not the outcome or the solution that they want, okay? So, I one more example for you guys. Yeah, I got one more quick example. Just I'm trying to put it in different ways so you can relate to people, right? So let's say you sell an ebook on relationships, for example. Okay, they want to get a relationship and everything else. You could provide a couple tools like, for example, here's the exact words you can say on the phone or text after your first date. 
if you're nervous about it. It's the exact thing, right? Like here, that's what I want because the person goes, I always mess up, I'm awkward, I don't know what to say at the first date or whatever else. So yeah, you can teach them about relationships, but you're actually giving them scripts. Sales tools are sold this way. Do you know how many sales scripts are sold every year in North America? They're word-to-word -word sales scripts of exactly what to say on the phone. That is delivering the outcome. Maybe they should learn how to, you know, how to sell and how to write a script. That's not what they want. They want the sales script. Now, the better salespeople after a while will say, okay, you've, you've given me the sales script. Now I want to learn why it works, what I could do, how I could modify it. So just remember in those cases, you want to be able to really focus on what is the outcome and sell that outcome. That makes a big difference in the offer. Okay, so there's always people say, well, I don't know if that's what people want. Well, let's face it in reality. Okay, we all heard the saying, you know, if you buy a man a fish, you feed him for a day, right? And if you teach him how to fish, you fish him for a lifetime. How many people heard that? Yeah. Okay. The reality is in most of the time in our day market, most people just want to get the fish or buy the. They just want the fish. They don't want to go through that whole process. Already. That small percentage, which in a lot of cases is less than 10% of the people you're dealing with, really want to learn how to fish, then you can offer them something else to actually teach them how to fish. So many people think everybody wants to fish. No. Most people just want the fish. So just remember that from that standpoint. When you're doing a compelling offer of any kind, you want to have one big promise. Confused mind does not buy. You want one big compelling promise for that client. Okay? And it takes work to focus on and find out what's that one big compelling promise that you want. So an example. Let's say you're doing a, a workshop on smoking. You know? So the big promise would be right in the title of the, of the seminar and everything. A really good one that ran for years and they made a ton of money. Stop smoking now. Is that a big outcome and a promise? If you're a smoker and you want to stop, would that work for you? That's, that is a big promise or the compelling promise right there. Another variation, the guy said, I'll just borrow it. He was doing procrastination. His was end procrastination now. It's a big promise, right? Everybody knows exactly what it is. It's targeted. It works. Other people, you know, big promise think, well, you know, there's another event that was running. It's called Wealth Secrets. Okay, it's all right, but is it a big, compelling promise? Is it, is it focused enough? Everybody in the room is kind of going, well, okay, that's nothing, right? So, that's my big promise, Wealth Secrets. Well, no, you need to really focus and retarget that because it's, it's a promise, but it's still a vague promise. If you want to get ideals on how to come up with really good, big promises, best-selling books a lot of times have really good, big promises on them. So, for example... How many people heard of Think and Grow Rich? Yeah. yeah. Big compelling promise right there, right? Anybody heard of a book called Automatic Millionaire? It's a book by David Bach. That's another compelling big promise there that was built there. Um, there's J. Paul Ketty's book, How to Be Rich. It's closer. You know, it's on there. There's also Jim Collins who wrote um, Good to Great and Built to Last. Do you see they're all like, you get a... The thing about the big compelling promise is usually three to five words, three is better, and it's instantly you know what it's about. There isn't no second guessing or whatever else around it. That's how big and compelling that promise is. So if you can add that into your promise or your offer, that it's really concise and clear in three words, then you've got people hooked. Because remember, we are filtering when we put our offer out there. We are trying to find people that are interested in our product or offer. This is a great way. If they're not, you know, stop smoking now. If you don't smoke, it However, people are like, well, I got a cousin that smokes. I got an uncle. Okay, I can tell them. It's just, 
you always been bugging me and grumbling and bitching about quitting smoking. Here's the perfect seminar for you. Go to this, right? Because then, then you as a target know who's that target market for. But if it's well secrets, you're like, well, I don't know. I don't really want to tell my cousin about Wealthy. Well, like, what's it about? And I now have to try explaining what the seminar is. I don't want to do that. The compelling promise is so good, you don't have to explain it to someone else when you refer or tell them about it. It's, it's clear. It's, it's right there, stayed in form. So, and it'll take work to come up and figure out with that compelling promise. So keep working on that big promise. But you can see a ton of products and services have taken off just because of that one concept, that they can nail down their big promise in three words or less. 10 times your finances, 10 times your business, 10 times your marketing, 10 times your life. Hit the subscribe button now.